You want to give me a beat? Right. <laughs> hey, this ain't really a hip-hop beat. This sounds more like just... My name is and I went to USC. I lived in the upper quad and I resided in 413. All the freshmen sweat me because I lived in Manly while the rest was sweating bullets. I just be chilling in my AC. So I be representing Jesse, always doing my Maryland thing. It's the, I forget. Uh, yeah, hey, listen to me. Okay, okay. She done had this rap in her head since she was 15 years old. You're messing up his you section. No <laughs> 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 Scratch eyes out with all that chest hair coming on my left pupil here. Hey, I ain't got hair on my chest. I am a hairless sheep, all right? None. I look good on the beach running in slow motion. <laughs> okay, you got hair <laughs> like on your Like Bo Derek. Uh, I shave him. Yeah, you shave him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why do you do that? It take a lot. Because I don't want taco meat. Yeah. <laughs> it take a lot to be honest about that, though, that you so do so uh, manscape so like that. Why do some guys like chest hair and don't like chest hair? I go by what my woman likes, so. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> first, of all, first of all, women got to say it in the air that chest hair is overrated. Y'all don't want to sit y'all face on a bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like y'all, if y'all don't tell the men, they won't ever do it. Like, I don't got a choice. Mm. All right? I was born hairless. Mm. All right? <laughs> the other men, y'all need to just say, you know what, baby? Cut that bed off. Mm. I like it nice and neat. Mm -hmm. And they'll do it. You know, so as I'm sitting up here listening to how you talk, which is basically like your mouth full of rocks since I met you with that Mississippi. I talk accent. a lot clearer now. Uh, do you? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I finish words. Oh, wait, so you wait. You do finish words? Wait, how, long, how long you know him? Since 01. Since y'all know each other since 01. Two, 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 two so thousand. I, I, how, did, what, how did it happen? What? So I started my uh, TV career in Oregon and then I came to Washington. Washington. And at that time, I was working for a local county cable television station. Oh, yeah. And then I walked up into, at that time, the, the Redskins locker room, now the Commanders. And there was a few notables in the locker room. It was you, LeVar Arrington, Stephen Davis, Champ Bailey. Yeah, all of us. And there was this one guy Bruce in Smith. the back of the locker room with a um, Fat Albert sweater all the time, talking Fubu crazy. Fubu for it us, was, it was, by it was us. Fat Albert, <laughs> and then always talking crazy. Hey, I was speaking the truth, baby. So as a as a rookie, you were speaking the truth in the locker room. Oh, like I took over the locker room. Oh, you did? as a rookie? Like, like I remember when I got there, Bruce Smith was like, "You just gave me three more extra years of my career, son." Oh, By is way. that right? By way. Just the energy. I was always just full of energy. I'm still full of energy at a late age. Like, I I believe every day above ground. If you ain't living it, you watching somebody else live it. So mm. I go out, I live life. And that's why I got all this good energy. And that's how I ran into her. And then <laughs> she followed me to Mississippi. That oh, is true. What, what do you mean, followed you to me? Oh, I got I, to hear I, this. I, I, no, I did a story on him. And uh. we, we were trying to figure out the story behind the... the, the where, I, where the mouth come from. Where the mouth comes so from. She, so she went back to your hometown. Yes. Met my mama, met my family, met everybody. She been an investigator, a journal, <laughs> journalist for years. Uh -huh. Right, uh -huh. and, then, and then tell him about the, the car, the infamous car. All right, I have yeah. a car that's famous in Mississippi. Okay, I, I okay. went to Mississippi State. 
Uh-huh. And when I came on campus, I drove my candy gold Chevy. Mm. Yeah, the candy Rolling gold the Chevy what? Ball. Chevy what? Impala? Uh, Impala. 85. <laughs> on gold D's. Oh, yeah. White insides. Uh-huh. I had a sunroof, the whole roof. And after my games, I can't get in my car. I had to just leave and come get my car like 1 o'clock at night because the fans. Oh, they were they, they, they taking pictures. pictures with like very public. It was a part of the, the mouth of the South lure. Okay, I was okay. big mouth. I was loud. I was over the top. And that car was the same thing it's, I was. It's still now, the same way now. And I still have it now. And yeah. I updated her. And I don't even drive her. No, I'm I saying just, you're the same way now. No, my car, car is too. <laughs> I updated her. And all I do is sit in her and listen to music. Because okay. the smell... The smell is that hunger I used to have. I okay. can't get that nowhere. When uh-huh. nobody else believed in me, nothing. Mm. I was driving that car. I was dreaming. All right? So now I sit at her, and, and I look through the windshield, and the dreams came true. So that was while you were in college. That's when you got her? In uh, I got her before college. I made her look better doing college. Oh, OK, mm. OK, mm-hmm. OK. And, so, and I met you. Let me see. So you're obviously, what I didn't know before, is a huge NFL fan. I think, right. you, I think it's because you follow me on Twitter. And I was starting my show, Undefined, and I, mm-hmm. and I reached out to you and yes. asked you if you would be a, a, the first inaugural guest on my, on my solo podcast. Which turned out to be a big mistake. Because, Why? Because I annihilated her during the debate. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you didn't. It's already out there. It was a big mistake for you. It's history. It was a big mistake But what I will say is that, you know, because a lot of times you can reach out to people who are celebrities and who are known and trying to figure out who else is going to be on the show, yeah. where is it being posted, all that other stuff. What I will say, to Morris's credit, is you never asked about any of that stuff. You didn't. Yeah. You just came on and you just did it. And roasted and, you. And that was pretty, and roasted her, yeah. And that yeah. was pretty much the best days of our burgeoning uh, friendship. You know, you, you done got worse since. <laughs> yeah. But at, but when I first met you, right. you know, you were very humble. And no, it, like was, it was it was it was a good time. <laughs> I do remember you reaching out and saying, "Hey, will you come on my show?" I said, "Of course, no mm-hmm, problem, no mm-hmm. with no hesitation." And then I roasted her. Yeah. 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 Roasted hey, her. hey, hey, nothing wrong with that. This is this is when you started to talk about facts. And logic, I and just, why you're always right. I don't, you know no, I saying? never say that. Always, yeah. but I always talk about facts. Mm-hmm. Okay, some people get emotional when they talk about the teams yeah. and sports. Mm-hmm. I just talk about the facts. It's no, the you facts talk about facts. your set of facts. facts you're not really feelings. good at seeing the actual facts or the facts that other people present. That's what it is. No, I talk about uh, the facts you can yeah. facts you can verify. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was intrigued on what you told me on how you became a Philadelphia fan. Share it with them. Yeah, so, I mean, back, back, back in the day, um, I'm, I'm slightly older than you cats, mm. but, um, but no, back in the day, so um, my father was a big Lakers fan, and I, I was a big football fan. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just, I didn't have a team. I just loved the game. And uh, the 76ers were playing the Lakers in the finals. And uh, so that that series, I told my father, so if the 76ers win, win, all right, I won't have to take out the trash for the week. You know, I won't have to do my chore or whatever. Yeah. He's like, okay, cool. And 76ers won, so I was like, okay, cool. I ain't got to take out the trash. Now, that was big for me back then because I hated taking out the trash doing chores. And so then I was like, well, I just started, I started following the Sixers. I started following the Eagles. Um, even started following the Phillies for a minute. But I became, I stayed with the Eagles because I loved the players. They had the cutoff jerseys back in the day. Yeah. Long than any pro team. A lot of college teams had cut-off jerseys. Yeah, yeah, start the mock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, but then, um, so the Eagles had that, then they had Wilbur Montgomery, Harold Carmichael, and then they started having, like, Randall Cunningham and Donovan McNabb. So I just, you know, stayed with the team the whole time. Now, let me, I'm going to tell y'all how I met Morris. Oh, Lord. It was in 1997. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, I was just walking through Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, with your, with your boys in the hood? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he went down there, I'm doing my thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so then, you know, we had a game against Crenshaw, and Ricky was running the ball. <laughs> you know, with me being a coach, I had, I had to brush up against oh, him a couple okay. times. Uh, Yo, Ricky was a beast on that tape. Man, no, listen, beast. Ricky was so much a beast, he ran through us so bad for 300 yards, mm. we shot him. <laughs> <laughs> we shot so him. So you was in that car? Him. You was in that car? I was in the car. You was in the Hyundai? I was in the Hyundai. <laughs> I didn't want to restart it like that with that Jerry curve. <laughs> y'all are both silly. So, but no. anyways, but what, but I, what, what I do you know, want to highlight about you is that you're, you're very genuine. You are, you are a genuine person. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people that come from uh, working in Hollywood and have the amount of success that they do can be, um, you know, just with the heads in the cloud and not necessarily uh, authentic. And so I, I, to, to, to rarely compliment you, take the time. <laughs> rarely. To, I think this is the first time ever, so I'll take you. it. Thank you. I, I, I do want to uh, say that it's I... It's what's about 610. I do want to say that I've noticed that 620. about you. Yeah, I say, hand me some tissue. <laughs> <laughs> is this as the world turns? Like, no, it's not It's not a soap opera, but in, 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 on you, I do appreciate it. Don't bring the spotlight to me. You just but, I, but I do have a question, though, because you, because we have a... We have a we have a, I'm trying to just paint the picture, yeah. right? I'm, or think, so you have the young, the young Fred Smoot yeah. balling out in college. Then we have the young, the young reporter yeah. stepping up her game from Oregon to the capital. The nation's capital. The nation's capital. You, yeah. you know what that was, too, is because I, I started my career in Coos Bay, Oregon. I always tell people that's the last Coos piece. Bay? Yes, it's the last piece of sand in Oregon. It's like Portland, Eugene, and then it's Coos Bay. I was out there for a year, a month, and a day, but who was counting? <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, I left my job after just giving, you know, two weeks' notice because I said, you know what? I was sitting there, and I tell this to young people I talk to all the time, that sometimes you're sitting there and you're waiting for a yes, you're waiting to get a job. And sometimes you just got to give your own self a yes. So instead of sitting up there waiting for somebody to tell me I had a job, mm -hmm. that's, how, that's how I left and just went to where I wanted to go instead of waiting for somebody to tell me that I could go. And then that's when I started working for... You wanted to go for, to D.C.? I wanted to go to D.C. because that's where I'm from. And I just started working for free for the local cable television station. And that's how I met Fred, you know, Ryan Clark and all them boys back in the day. Yeah. So we had a whole cast of characters on this team. <laughs> like, yeah, Ryan Clark used to wear his Air Force Ones. You always wearing a Fat Albert. Uh, you yeah. love saying Fat Albert. That's because that's all I remember <laughs> he was, was wearing. the style. Yeah, you no. remember the yeah, full blue sweaters. And then you I always do. wore yeah, the Santa Claus hat around the locker room. Yeah, because I was giving out presents. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, oh, like it wasn't even Christmas. I, I, that's what I do. That's but what you know, I have a good, do. But I have a good story, though, because <clears throat> when I was in the locker room, and you know, when you're not a reporter and you don't have like a, a microphone that's known, ESPN, Fox, CBS, and all this other stuff, I'm holding my CTV uh, mic flag and I'm trying to get questions in and, and you know, the other reporters are not respecting you because you haven't real. I'm like 22, 23 at the time or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I distinctly remember LeVar Arrington and Stephen Davis saying, hold on. Y'all let this girl speak. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. I, and, and to this, I never forget that because that's what really made me feel like, okay, yes, I'm 22 and everyone else in but the locker respect. room. Yes, yeah. Will Bond, uh, Steve Weiss, John yeah. Mitchell, all those people Tony in the locker room. Rachel Nichols came out that. There. Yes. Every, it, it, was, it was a lot of people that, well, you know, that came out the DMV yeah. media, but, but they said, let this girl speak, even though I want nothing about nothing at the time. And that's yeah. the funny thing about it. I have worked for the ESPNs. I have worked for CBS, NBC, and I remember standing in the building and I asked her, why do y'all recruit? the D.C. area so much. Mm -hmm. And she, they told me, besides you, mm -hmm. 
they don't have any dialogue, meaning they have nothing that ties them to their... When I say the DMV, they have no lingo. Like, you don't think... So they speak very clearly, and they can speak to the nation. Yes. And this, yeah. Yes, the people that come from Maryland and that whole area, yeah. we, we, we sound regular. Regular. We sound totally very regular. regular. We, 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 not, we don't got the Florida draw. Now, y'all will say Maryland. That's it. I mean, we got a little herb. Baltimore. Yeah. If people come Baltimore, they, they're not... <laughs> everybody, that's, that, everybody doesn't talk you like... It's not hurry Ain't you... Or that joint, you know. But Baltimore consider themselves by themselves. They don't even consider themselves part of that. Yeah, because I feel like we don't claim Northern Baltimore. That's like back in the day with the gold. I mean, it's like it's a it's a well, it's like it's a place onto itself. The gold rims and all this other thing. It's more like Mississippi in Baltimore. Yeah, that's why I enjoy it. Yeah, shout out to Norman Jean. So, how does a young female reporter? Navigate the locker room. In the man's, oh, man's, man's locker room. Yeah. 